Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. You know the drill by now. Well, unless you're a first time listener, which then that doesn't work, does it? Oh. Okay, so it's uh, it's games, movies and TV. Something from the week. And, you know, anything else that falls out of my tiny little mind. Um, yeah. If you're checking us out on YouTube, then you're a YouTube superstar. If you're a YouTube subscriber, you are a megastar. Hmm. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, or indeed wherever it is you get your podcasts. So here we go. This is CookieCast. The Darkest Timeline Podcast. Oh. Right then, folks. Oh. Let's get cracking. Um... I have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got a, a frog as per. Oh. I'm drinking a lovely, lovely non-alcoholic beer. But what more would you expect at this point in time? Uh, yeah, I need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. Warning. Uh, there's a possibility that I might end up getting a little bit emotional. Um, it's been an emotional week. Um, not like, you know, sitting in a corner crying emotional. Um, it's been a tough week. Uh, <clears throat> when it shouldn't have been. Which is obviously, you know, part of it. And it's been hard to deal with. It's been difficult to deal with. I'm not dealing with things overly well. Um, I don't feel like um, I can have that conversation with... Um, my nearest and dearest, so uh, I'm going to burden you guys with it, because um, that's the way this works. It's two-way street, ladies and gents. Uh, so, 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 yeah. Just, just be aware. Um, so, first thing. We need to get out of the way because it ties into pretty much everything that's coming. Um, and although it's way down on my list, uh, it, it was my birthday uh, last week. Last Friday was my birthday. Um, I've turned the ripe old age of 41, uh, which let's all agree here and now, 41 is a shit age. Um... I've never, I've never been a person bothered by age. Oh, I'm getting old. Oh, I'm getting older. Oh, look at the grey hairs. I, it, none of that bothers me. None of it bothers me. 
Um, but having turned 40 last year, um, and that being a big deal, obviously there was the lack of actually being able to celebrate in any way. So, you know, there's that. But turning 40, very much like turning 30. 41 is just... It's, it's just it's just nothingness, isn't it? So yeah, birthday, but I did turn forty-one, so you know we have to deal with that. Um, so winding it back to the top of the list, um, to give you um, new listeners uh, an idea, or any in fact anybody who hasn't been listening to this for oh I don't know a year. Um, I used to play golf. At one point in my life, there there would have been a point where I'd have played golf four to five times a week. Uh, I played golf so much and was that bad at it that I ended up with cracked ribs. Um, That that might give you some idea. Uh, Now... On average, I play golf once a year. Uh, And it usually features somewhere in the week of my birthday. And I'd love to tell you that it's it's not the case, but it absolutely is the case. Um, It just is what it is. Uh, my, my my life and my lifestyle doesn't afford me the opportunity to play golf more than once a year at this point in time. That's not strictly true, um, but it just it just is that way. Because I was going to play golf for my yearly round of golf, I wanted to you know blow the cobwebs off, knock the rust off. So uh, myself and Thomas. Uh, decided that we would go to the driving range. Um, Now, I've been in various situations. I once went to the driving range and hit, I think it was like something like 100 golf balls, and I forgot to take a glove with me, and I ended up with blisters on my hands. Um, So very much a I'm not doing that again situation, so I took uh, I took. A few select clubs. I took gloves, uh, and I was going. I was going the full whack, so to speak. Got one hundred and twenty-five golf balls. The guy said to me, "He's like, we're closing in fifty minutes. Do you reckon you can hit one hundred and twenty-five at that time?" I was like, "Oh yes, don't you worry, my friend. I will definitely be hitting one hundred and twenty-five golf balls." Um. I succeeded in my mission. Um, Unfortunately, what I also succeeded in doing was really, really hurting myself. No, not a hilarious golf club accident, although I did have a golf club accident while I was there. Um, I've had the same set of clubs for quite a few years. Um, 
And the entire time I've had this set of clubs, I've never been able to get on with the driver. Um, and I really want to. I really want to be able to get on with it. And I just can't. There is just something out of line with me and this driver. Uh, but because I want to get on with it, I want to, I want to be able to use it. I always try to use it. So I, I end up going to a driving range, trying a multitude of different things, slowing down the swing, doing a half swing, angling the head, all sorts of stuff. Short version is nothing works. And that's why I can never get on with this club. Um, but a bad swing, which resulted in the head of the club uh, coming in contact with the ground at full whack, uh, I honestly thought I might have broken the club. Uh, and a couple of swings later, I was like, I'm sure there's something loose. Um, but no, none of nothing like that. All I ended up doing was hurting my arms really badly. Uh, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, and in hindsight I shouldn't have been hitting that many balls. Uh, insert joke here, obviously. Um, but it was what it was. Luckily, we'd managed to go a couple of days before we were actually due to play. So... I, I managed to get some recovery time. But yes, um, probably not the smartest move. Oh, I haven't hit a golf ball in a year. Let's go and hit 125 cold. <clears throat> I'd like to tell you one of these days I'll learn. You and I both know that is not the truth. Anywho... Um, so, went, um, myself and Luke and the youngest child decided, got a great idea, let's go get coffee, maybe even a little donut, but to do that, let's drive to Berry. Now, I know what you're thinking, well, that sounds like a stupid idea. And you'd be right and wrong all at the same time. Uh, it was a little pre-birthday treat to myself. Um, and the idea was that uh, I wanted to go to Tim Hortons. Luke wanted to go to Dunkin' Donuts. And the way we were going to do that, the way I was going to do it, was to drive to Manchester... And, to, and drive to Doncaster. Um, ultimately, we were going to end up with just going to Doncaster because that's a stupid idea. And then a few, you know, uh, an amount of time into the, trying to plan this process, I was like, we're looking at this all wrong. We need to find somewhere that has both. Um, initially thought that that wasn't a thing until we found that um, Berry. And as uh, long-time listeners will know, where Arcade Club is, so we've been, been previously, and we've been to the Tim Hortons previously, turns out, yes, in fact, they also have a Dunkin' Donuts. So I was like, sorry, it's a treat. We're going to do it. So we're going to drive to Berry. 
gonna get loads of donuts, loads of coffee, and drive back. Uh, if you remember the last time I talked about this, um, the coffee and the donuts are a byproduct. Um, ultimately, it's a it's a catch up for me and Luke. Um, we speak. I've, I keep. I always say this. We basically speak every day. Um, yet we rarely see each other um, for one reason or another. So let's go at ten. Ten sounds good. Me and the youngest jump in the car, go across to collect Luke, uh, and then we head out. Uh, lots of motorway. Get to get to Bury. It's like an hour and a half drive, sort of thing. Found the Tim Hortons because I knew that there was a car park, and I knew that if I could get to the Tim Hortons, I could reverse engineer get into the car park. Wasn't sure whether it was going to be a situation where we we were lucky the last time we went and we found a mostly empty car park um, <clears throat> or what, but it was worth a go. As it was, absolutely the same situation. Car park's basically empty. Got parked up. Done and done. Everything is going swimmingly. So... We were like, I was like, well, we know where Tim Hortons is. We don't know where Duncan is. Let's go there. So we head off down to Duncan Donuts. Find it relatively easy. Go in, order uh, a load of donuts. Order, I think it was just me that got a drink. Oh, sorry, hay fever. Um, came out. Uh, bought the bought the child a um, giant tigger. Went to the car, stuck the donuts in the car. Went to Tim Hortons. Um, I will say this: uh, of the two shopping experiences, um, <clears throat> Dunkin' Donuts had Tim Hortons beat. Um, the the staff didn't really seem to know I, I don't know they, they didn't really seem to know what we were asking in Tim Hortons I, I, all I said to them was I don't want any ring donuts because Leanne doesn't eat ring donuts she only eats filled donuts uh, and I was taking the donuts home so we sat in Timmy's and we had Luke and the and the youngest child had some lunch. Um, I had an apple fritter and a coffee. Um, uh, did toilet, did um, nappy change, all that. And then that was it. We were basically done at that point. We'd gone to Berry. We'd got the donuts. We'd had the coffees. I bought a mug. Um... And that, that was basically that. So we went, we got in the car. <sighs> that is where the fun began. So. We attempted to leave Berry. Now here's the thing. I had spent all day saying, 
I've just got this really weird feeling that we're going to get stuck in traffic. I don't know why, but I've got this really weird feeling that we're just going to get stuck in traffic. So we're trying to leave Bury. Bury apparently has one road out. Because no matter what magical manoeuvres we tried, turns and twists and other roads we tried, everything led us back to the same road. And on that road, the traffic was not moving. And I kid you not, for 10, 15 minutes, I sat staring at a truck and a bus about 500 yards away or something that did not move. They were my marker. And I was like, they, they, nothing's moving. So after a while, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go a different way. We must be able to get past this blockage if we go a different way. Uh, I was wrong. All I ended up doing was driving round Bury for an hour to every single time end up back on the same road. In the end, we just... <clears throat> we got stuck in a diversion, which we realised was a big part of the reason why the traffic wasn't moving, so we just realised that we were going to have to stick to this road. By this point, we'd moved probably a mile, a couple of miles down this main road through, like, side streets and stuff. And ended up finding out that the reason all of this was going on was that it's a two-lane road that was turned into one lane. <clears throat> anyway, we got through there. And we headed for the motorway. And we got onto the motorway. And we set off down the motorway. And then we came to a complete stop. And we basically stayed in the same, I don't know, 100 yards for about 50 minutes. One by, I just sat watching the estimated time of arrival on the sat-nav go up a minute about every second. One by, I was like, it's gone up 25 minutes in the last few, like in the last couple of minutes while we've been sat here. I think at one point it had gone up like 45 minutes or something. So, we're Google. well, not, I'm not Googling, Luke's Googling. I rang Leanne at one point, I was like, can you have a look on the internet, see if you can find out what the hell is going on on the motorway. She's like, oh, apparently there was a six-car pile-up on the motorway, but that was this morning. So eventually it started moving um, however there was a situation where there was a nappy change required so I'm like well we'll just go to some services it's fine the car's like oh there's services in a couple of miles yeah not not on the motorway oh sorry yeah there's uh, services in a couple of miles not on the motorway stop telling me there's services because we passed a sign that sign said, services, 20 miles. So we proceeded to drive the 20 miles. We, we should have been home at that point. 
We drove 20 miles, we turned off, the child is asleep, so I had to wake her, not so much wake her, but you know, turning the car off and stuff, woke her up, got her out, went and changed her bottom, changed her nappy, sorry, um, <clears throat> got more drinks, got back in the car, set off again, I think at that point, we still had a two hour journey or something, it's only an hour and a half journey. That might be that might be wrong. We might have had an hour and a half. So I estimated earlier in the day that we were going to get back home by two o'clock. We got back home at five, and there was another nappy situation. So I dropped the child off at home took Luke home and came back home. I got home at 10 past six. It was an ordeal. It really was. Ask, ask me now if it was worth it. I'd have to say Probably not, but oh my god! Uh, if you if you're wondering, yes, it was an accident that was causing the problem. Four lanes down to two. Um, but yeah, the the not moving for fifty minutes was uh, was a real highlight. Um, and aside to this story is. Um, Having various ups and downs with the youngest, uh, terrible twos, all that sort of stuff. Um, she has good days and bad days. Uh, she'll sometimes have a run of good days and then a, a bad day or whatever. Everything that we went through on that day, um, you know, in and out of the cars, um, in and out of shops, and buying stuff that she didn't really quite understand like she never she never I don't think she's ever had a donut you know she's like I'll have some of that drink it's like this is coffee you can't have this um that sort of stuff she had an apple fritter well, she had a little bit of the apple fritter I was eating after her lunch um <clears throat> she was really well behaved and I have this whole thing like at the end of the day, I had sat, I'd sat with her and I was like, uh, I want you to know that I think you were really well behaved today. I was really proud of you. You did really well. Um, <laughs> but in the evening, I'd, I just had that feeling like I wanted to tell people. Uh, and I, I told Leanne <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, no, you don't seem to understand. <laughs> she was really well behaved. Uh, and I just, I, I, I had this overriding urge to tell people that she'd been well behaved, but nobody to tell sort of situation. Uh, the next day, Luke had commented on how, uh, how well, well behaved she was. Um, and anything like that, it's always nice when, when somebody else is like, oh, you know, your child is, is good. Um. But yes, an ordeal that I am on, uh, in no real rush 
to repeat. Um, speaking of children, I left the puppy dog at home for an entire day. Holy shit balls was he needy the next day. It's like, Dad, don't ever leave me again. Where are you going? Can I come with you? All right, I'm going to the kitchen. I'll come with you, just to be safe. Okay. I'm going to the toilet now, is that all right? I'm not sure about that, Dad. Really not sure about that. Can you not? It's like, mm, no. Um, bless him. So, uh, it was my birthday. Woohoo! Um, we need to talk about something. I need, I need insight into this. Is it me? Or is it like, in, in my head, certain things should happen on your birthday? Some of, the, some of them are wants and some of them are like, I mean, that should happen. So I had like, I played, I played golf. That was great fun. Me and Thomas uh, went and had a, had a good time. Uh, not the best round of golf for me personally. Um, I get a bit... Sometimes I just don't care. Sometimes I get super annoyed with it. And then other times I get that, oh, for fuck's sake, I just... If I played more, this wouldn't be an issue. And it was one of those days I was very much in the camp of, oh, if I just played more, it wouldn't be this bad. Um, but hey. So, I, I just... I just think there are certain things that should happen. Um, and, and the reason I say it is because I, my birthday was basically spread over two days um, for one reason or another. And over the course of those two days, all the things that I think that should happen on your birthday did happen. Like all of them. Apart from one. I still haven't had a cigar. Uh, and I'm annoyed because I got a cigar implement for my birthday. Um, but it was like, you just get a cake with at least a candle on it. And somebody should sing to you on your birthday. And that didn't happen. But it did happen the next day. So it's like, uh, okay, what did happen? I just... I get, <coughs> excuse me, I get a bit, I don't know what you call it, a bit, I, I feel like it's, it should be called like a bit sweet 16, like it's my party, not so much it's my party and I'll cry if I want to, but it's like it's my party and you need to do what I want you to do. Um, I think through my upbringing of it's your birthday and that's your day and you can do what you want to on your special day. Um, I don't think that maybe set me up all that well later in life. Um, but what I can say is this. Um, 
I got, I got super, super, super spoiled. Um, one of those rare occasions as an adult where I've actually been like, oh, I've got stuff that I'd like for my birthday. I've often found as the years have gone by, I'm a bit like, I don't really want anything. I don't really need anything. This year was really obscure because I was like, I've got a list. Um, and basically ticked everything off that list. I got some lovely gifts. I got some nice cards. Uh, very generous um, donations to the tattoo fund, let's say. Um, and all of that is fantastic. Here's the problem. There is only one thing I want for my birthday, really. Um, I want the opportunity to spend time with my children. I feel that as a parent, that is my, my right as a parent. And previously, previous years, have afforded that and allowed that. This year, there was an opportunity, and this is the problem, there was an opportunity for me to spend a very small amount of time with my children um, but it was such a small amount of time that it basically wouldn't have been worth it um, and it's a small amount of time through um, whatever so I was like, well, it's a small amount of time which will result in losing X amount of time collecting them from school, X amount of time getting back from school. Uh, it won't be at a time that we can have a meal. It won't be at a time that we can actually do anything because by the time we've collected them from school and got back from school and, and got settled in, it'll basically be time to take them home so, I just won't bother because I'm going to see them on 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 the on the next day anyway. So that was that, and if I'm honest, I had kind of had it in my head that. the kindness of other people would have shone through and the kindness of other people would have been like oh do you know what it's your birthday so why don't you do this or why don't you do that or why don't you do the other but that's working on the principle that the kindness of other people actually exists so when my birthday came around and I didn't get to spend any time with 
two-thirds of my children. It made me very sad. And... That was that. It kind of, it kind of tainted the day. And this story gets worse. So... I was like, I just have to console myself at least to get to see them tomorrow. It's not my birthday, but I, you know, I just wanted to be able to see them. So let's do that. Which is fine, unless you collect them, you walk home, you get back, you, you know, sorting drinks. Uh, thinking about sorting some lunch, getting everything sorted, and then there's a phone call to say that your middle daughter has been in contact with somebody who has tested positive for the virus and has to go home to self-isolate. And she is absolutely mortified and beside herself upset. And I was upset, she was upset, she had to go home. We were supposed to be going to another birthday party. And she was really excited about that. And, and that was that. And the moral of the story is this. Never, ever, 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 ever cut your nose off to spite your face. Never. Because some time is better than no time. And although you hope that, either that, that other people are going to be better, I would have just rather have seen them than not. And that that's what that's what happened. So yeah, middle daughter went home, had to self-isolate. Don't even know if I'll see her this week. Um So yeah, happy uh, happy happy birthday. Don't get me wrong. I had, a, I had a nice day. I was very spoilt. I had some lovely gifts. I did get to see um, two of my three children. Uh, one of them, admittedly, for a very short amount of time. But, yeah. So, me and my eldest decided that we needed to do an activity and um, what better way to spend time together than to go and play mini golf we've spoken about uh, playing mini golf on the podcast before and uh, that's what we did we went and played some mini golf um, and, a, and, a, and a good time was had by us obviously it helps that uh, they have arcade machines and these arcade machines are the ones that give you tickets 
and these tickets can be redeemed for prizes. So I've spoken about this before. Uh, I spent an astronomical amount of money um, getting tickets out of machines to win prizes that are nowhere near the value of the money spent. However, the fun that's had uh, cannot be measured in, in monetary value. So there you go. Um, it's a very enjoyable time. I enjoy um, the 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 sort of the calculating, you know, how best to get the the most tickets and all this and the other. The, one of the funniest moments has to be I went on a on a bowling game. It's like it's like a mini uh, game of bowling, and I I my, my first go. And I was just, I was absolutely on fire. And I ended up getting 108 tickets out of the machine. Uh, I think the ticket, I, I just started walking. And I ended up uh, the other side of an air hockey table before they'd, uh, they'd stopped coming. Um, it was a good time. It was an enjoyable time. Um, yeah. It's nice to have time like that where, um, yeah, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Let's talk about um, some entertainment. Um, bit of a weird one, this. Uh, I've actually ended up watching more films this week than anything else, even though I have been watching quite a bit of TV. What I mean there is, it's TV that I don't really want to spend too much time dwelling on it. Um, so, I think I'm into like, I think I'm in series four of Scrubs at this point, but my watching of it has really slowed down. Um, there's a bit, spoilers by the way, uh, but there's a bit uh, in series three where I, I always felt that the the way it was written was really badly. I feel that a choice that's made so far through that series is just a really bad choice for the whole the whole show. And it really takes a bit of a downwards turn from that point. Uh, making it that bit harder to watch. Um, have still been watching Breaking Bad, but again, that has slowed down due to various different things. For example, this evening, um, it is currently 10 o'clock. Um, and it's just it's just that, you know, time runs away with itself and you very rarely get the opportunity to sit down and watch an hour's worth of TV sort of thing. Um, I have watched a couple of films though. So I got films for my birthday, I think, I got f no, I got three films from my birthday, and I've still got a film from Father's Day that I haven't watched yet. However, of the four films in question, I've seen three of them. So I was like, hmm. Anyway, I sat down to watch a film that I've been wanting to see for ages and I haven't seen, which is The King of Stan Island big reason for watching this for me is has Mr. Bill Burr in, in a starring role 
Um, not the main character in it, but uh, in a lot of ways, probably second fiddle. Um, so I was very much wanting to see it. It's got a really good cast. Main guy in it's Pete Davidson of SNL and others, soon to be of Suicide Squad fame. Uh, like I say, Bill Burr, Marissa Tomei, Steve Buscemi's in it. Um, just like various other um, smaller actors. Um, and I really want to see it because it looked like quite an interesting story. There's some elements of it that are semi-biographical for um, Pete Davidson. Um, his dad was a firefighter who lost his life. And that's the story of the character in the film. Uh, it's a Judd Apatow movie. And he does fairly good films. Um, so, I'm like, I am absolutely watching this film. Day one. So I sit down. Film set up and ready to go. Alright, here we go. And as the film went on, for all the trailers I've seen, for all that I've heard it talked about, for all of that, especially towards the back end, I realised that I didn't quite know what the film was supposed to be about. Um, bit of a synopsis. Guy lives with his mother. Bit of a deadbeat. Uh, Responds a lot of pot. Uh, I think at the start of the film he doesn't have a job. He's like 24. Um, no drive, no ambition, no nothing. Um, dad was a firefighter who died in a fire. Seems to be sort of like still kind of dealing with that. Um, wants to be a tattoo artist, but his art isn't great. Tattoos all of his mates, but the tattoos are really, really ropey. Uh, and it's just, it's that, that sort of. And, you know, think about the person that I am, think about my interests, think about where my life's been in various points in time. That, as a story, speaks to me a lot. Obviously, you've got the fact that Bill Burr comes into it later and starts a relationship with his mum, who's played by Marissa Tomei. Um, and that was basically what I believed it was going to be. And I was like, oh, you know, how much he's going to turn his life around. You know, there was a suggestion of that. Um... It was a good film. It was an enjoyable film. When you've got um, comedians acting, I think it has a certain effect. When you've got a high calibre of actor or actress, um, that will also have an effect. Um, obviously you've got someone like Steve Buscemi that's done a lot of serious roles, but he has also done comedy. Um, you've got that. Towards the back end, I started realising that I, I think I thought it was going to be something that it wasn't quite, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it, but I maybe had like in my head an idea of what it was going to be and it maybe just wasn't quite that. I, I, I felt 
that the end was super sudden and super abrupt. I, I feel like I could have done with a little bit more closure. Um, it, it was kind of like a, oh, we're just leaving that there then, aren't we? Um, and I thought about it a lot and I was like, do, do we need more? We kind of see the path, but very enjoyable. Um, I'll probably watch it again at some point. Bill Burr was excellent. Um, his acting chops are certainly uh, getting up there. Uh, be interested to see what sort of roles. He's had a, he's had a, a real run of like, acting recently. You know, Mandalorian, um, Kingstown Island. Um, you know, you can take it back to when he was in Breaking Bad. Uh, stuff like that. A, a, a very good, a very enjoyable film. Um, last night I watched a film that I have seen before, uh, but I got it for my birthday because um, I really fancied watching it recently. Like really fancied watching it recently, but I can't find it on any streaming services. Like even to rent, like pay money for it. Um, like I went through like Amazon and stuff, and the only way you could get it was to buy it on Blu-ray. Um, and it's been sat in my basket for ages because I was just like kind of hoping that it would come on a streaming service. Uh, never did. So in the end I said, well, I was like, look, maybe I could get this for my birthday. Uh, the film in question is Dead Man's Shoes. Uh, Dead Man's Shoes is a British movie and it's my favorite genre of film. And that genre is vengeance movie. I love a good vengeance movie. I love it. And I don't care how bad it is. Um, like if you're doing a revenge film, it can be really, really bad and I won't care. Uh, this film is not bad. Uh, it does, I will say this right up, up front, it does have some glaring plot holes. Uh, which I don't know if I initially realised the first time out. Watching it for the second time, I'd forgotten a lot about it, which was useful. Um, but there was, watching it again, I was like, there's some glaring potholes, plot holes in this film. That are, that are just like, I mean, you, there's just no explanation for that. So there's that aspect. Um... The other thing is, I was having a conversation today. I was like, oh, I watched this film last night. Oh, was it good? And I was like, I don't really feel like I can say that it's a good film. And that doesn't make it a bad film. What it is, is it's got a really dark subject matter. And because of how dark the subject is, um... I, f I find it really difficult to say, oh, yeah, it was a good film. I, I don't know if, I, for me, if I feel like that's like condoning the really dark stuff that's in it. Um, I'll, try and, I'll try and give you a bit of a story. Um, there's a, a guy and he has um, a brother who has special needs. Um, but he, he goes off to the army. 
brother who has special needs get involved gets involved with a rough crowd and uh, they're not very nice to him um, they're mostly made up of like the local drug dealers um, and the main guy comes back from the army and they've been not nice at all to his brother so he goes on this uh, revenge mission um, so there are you know there, there are things it's like it, it's it's good it's gritty it's it's revenge of a vengeance movie which I do enjoy but the subject it, it's just dark it's really dark um, you know the, the, the guy in it's got uh, got special needs uh, and all that sort of stuff uh, and they're you know they're, they're not nice to him uh, so you know that aspect of it is difficult and like I say that kind of makes me feel weird saying oh it's a good film um, because it's got such a dark uh, subject matter um, so yeah I watched that last night um, felt it was good that I managed to get another film on the list um, let's talk some computer games you'll be surprised to hear that I'm still struggling to find opportune moment to play some VR uh, I think I might cover this last week but with the connection issues I've been having um, I, I, it makes me quite frustrated to deal with the whole thing you know when you've got this like really limited window of opportunity to play for it then to just be you know dropping connection left right and center it's uh it's very difficult to in, enjoy it um the the, the the problem i've got at the moment is i just have no drive or inclination to play computer games I've found a lot more recently that I would far rather just sit and watch something. And I and I promise myself that I'm going to put a game on to play. Um, and nine times out of ten, I don't. Uh, I mean, this is largely to do with the fact that there is nothing out there there is no, there's nothing new. There are no mentions of anything new. There's just nothing. It's radio silence out in the world of computer games. Every now and then you get, you hear a mention of something. It's like, oh, there's a new game. All right, coming next year. Okay, cool. What are we going to do for the rest of this year then? When I have been playing games, uh, I've played a little bit of Wildlands. Um, not gonna lie, I've been struggling with it. Um, the the some of the things that I once really enjoyed about that game, having played it just so much, uh, and I and I, Jesus, I now find a little tedious. Uh, but like I say, that is that is purely just the amount of times I've played it. Um. So the, the game I've actually been like 
properly playing is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Obviously this game played before. Uh, I keep reading stuff about this DLC that's coming and the upgrade cost of it and trying to gauge what people think about it and stuff. Um, if it's not going to cost me a fortune, I might consider upgrading. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, if it's going to be expensive, I just won't bother. I have been I have been playing it. Um, however, uh, because it's my second playthrough, I'm not um, I'm not doing any of like the cutscenes or anything. Um, there are again aspects of Ghost of Tsushima that I'm not enjoying the second time round because by the end of my first playthrough I wasn't enjoying them. Um, the fox dens are just unnecessary. There are aspects about the second playthrough that I actually wish they'd have taken out. I kind of wish they'd have done the well. You've played it and you've you've done all of the collection stuff, so you just need the the meat of the game or the story or whatever you want to call it um so yeah a little bit down on games at the moment i'm not sure if that's just the way i'm feeling in general um or if it is just another um indication of the games market as it is at the moment who knows and that is that. Hoping that I didn't bring you down too much with all, all the stuff. Um, it's just that thing. I'm just going through some stuff at the moment. Um, some of it I'm dealing with okay. And some of it I'm not. Uh, and. You know. This is, this is free therapy isn't it? So. Uh, unfortunately that does mean you have to sit through it. Um. But George Carlin said, there is a button that can change the channel and there's another button that can turn it off. In this day and age, there's a button that will make it skip forward sort of thing. So there we go. Hopefully by next week, we'll have something jolly to talk about. Uh, but until then, I'm going to let you guys go. Take care of yourselves. So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done. If you're watching us on YouTube, that's amazing. And if you're a YouTube subscriber, you're an actual hero. So yeah. You can subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes, or just anywhere really. Anywhere, literally anywhere. So that's it for this one. I'll check you guys next time. But until then, I'm going to say bye. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.